Welcome to How to Japan. This is a podcast with a couple of foreigners talking about Japan. How about that? I don't know. How about that? <laughs> Are you excited? I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm sleepy, tired. So, how are you? Are you good? Better than you, apparently. I don't feel sleepy at all. Yeah. I don't feel. Nice. Uh, but I am just as, as excited as you. Mm-hmm. If you do, if you are truly excited, you claim yeah. to be excited. You don't trust me? <laughs> <laughs> of course I do. Okay. Well, I I, it seems like you're quite doubtful. Well, well you, you have ups and downs. Everybody certain, has ups and downs. I think, ah, oh, we're going to have a great one. And yeah. then it, your energy levels kind of peter out. Hey, you're saying it's all my fault? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I take full responsibility. Hey, as you don't have to take full responsibility. I, I have a, some responsibility. As a co-host. Yeah, yeah okay, well, as a co-host, it's my job to, to keep you fully engaged. Okay, engage and me. And what better episode mm-hmm. to keep you engaged as the one that we're going to discuss tonight? What is that? What is that? Episode. What's the topic of tonight's we're talk- uh, discussion? We're talking about garbage. Garbage. That's right. And the reason why we're talking about garbage is because a few weeks ago we had a podcast and we talked about garbage for uh, about 10 or 15 minutes. And you have a garbage room. And my garbage situation is very different. I go outside to put my garbage away on garbage day. Tokyo, the countryside, different rules, regulations, but there's one common thread throughout Japan, and that is the crow. The mm. crow is the bane of outdoor garbage existence. Yes. Those fucking crows. These crows are scary crows. Did I did I tell you about that like that one experience I had with crows? I remember going Back in my drinking days, heavy drinking days, you met a crow in a bar. A, a, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> actually, I was walking out of a club uh-huh. around six a.m. in the morning. Yeah. In Roppongi, mm-hmm. and uh, outside there were bags and bags upon bags of garbage, just strewn throughout. Well, not strewn, but you know, like a very uh, well piled organized, yeah. but piled up, and and uh, and I was still drunk, and I came, I stumbled out. And it was, it was, the sun was shining, mm-hmm. and uh, and I saw. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for I, that detail. And I saw, mm-hmm. and I remember seeing the. I remember seeing uh, one crow mm-hmm. standing there next to a pile of garbage, mm-hmm. and we made eye con- We made eye contact. Yeah. I looked at the crow. The crow looked at me, mm-hmm. and it was an unnerving experience yeah. because he, he or she was, was looking at me with. I don't know, either derision or curiosity. It's difficult difficult to tell because yeah. I, I can't really follow the expressions on the crow's face. Right. But we looked at each other for, it must. It felt like like at minutes. Minutes. We just st- we, I, I stood there on the curb watching this, looking at this crow, and it's, we're, I, I felt uh, scared because the crow started walking towards me. Mm. And that's when I, I turned around and, and ran towards my, my train home. Mm. So that was my experience with, with crows. Me being a being being a little frightened by the prospect of 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 leaving a club and getting into a bit of a a tussle into fisticuffs with a with a, with a crow with a cagey crow, cagey crow, that crow of unknown intelligence and demeanor. Crows are we, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's crazy because crows, uh, you know, you, when I lived in Tokyo, we went to that big park where I lived near and they had these giant traps. They were like rooms with, that were all caged in with this like chicken wire type of thing and uh, metal bars. And they, they designed them so the roof was uh, angled in such a way that the crows could fly into the cage but not could not fly out and these cages they were like i don't know they were the size of a one bedroom one bedroom in in downtown tokyo maybe like eight feet by eight feet and pretty tall as well 
And so you'd have scattered about at the bottom there inside the cage, you know, two or three crows that had met their demise by flying in there and one or two crows that are kind of trying to survive, trying to figure out how to get out of it. It's you know, like a very draconian way of killing them, but it seemed like I guess that was their, their way of trying to figure out to, how to control the crows. I read a weird statistic. Here's a weird say It was TokyoWeekender.com. I wanted to know how many crows were in Japan, and it just told me how many crows are in Tokyo. And the, the quote was, between 18,000 and 100,000. It's quite a big disparity. Yeah, though. isn't it? A big, <laughs> it's like... What a discrepancy. Yeah. I, it, 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 it tells me they don't, they don't know how many... Like, they have no idea. They have numbers. no idea how many crows are. They're just are. pulling fucking figures out of their ass. If you said that in your classroom and you said, how many is that... Uh, you, you, you would be wrong. <laughs> mm. One of those numbers is completely off. Five times more or five times less? I don't think so. Mm. Yeah, but the crow, man, like, so how they deal with crows with the outdoor garbage thing is they have the nets. They have those blue nets or the yellow nets that they cover over the garbage. Uh, and... You can't put your garbage out at night because the crows will get into it. So you have to do it in the morning. And that's really troublesome for people uh, that have to go to work and have other things to do. But if you don't do it, they'll just like ransack the garbage spot and just completely destroy bags. And you have smelly, crappy trash, you know, all strewn about the neighborhood. You got to be careful mm, about that mm, stuff. Mm. Crows, man. Do you have any other experience with crows making eye contact, meeting your soulmate? I, I, re- uh, the only real intimate interaction I had was that time in yeah. Ropongi coming out of the club and yeah. just being like, there's a, presence in the eye of the crow it wasn't like a normal bird mm-hmm. it felt it, it, it felt to me at the time even though i was drunk as well mm-hmm. but maybe i was reading too much into it uh but i felt that the crow was thinking yeah just literally thinking like uh maybe i know we can never read the thoughts of of, of anyone but just through through that brief interaction i had with him i felt like well he was just summing me up mm. looking me up and down he's like you know I've seen your type come out of these fucking clubs <laughs> get the fuck out of here take your train home <laughs> it's what are you still doing here <laughs> it's my time it's the crow's time you've had your fun yeah. you've had your fun motherfucker now get the fuck out of here get the fuck out of here that was, a, that, that was what I was reading into the situation yeah, uh, but but I have also read scientific studies to that, that are testaments to the intelligence of mm. crows you know, you know, you know crows who drop nuts or right. some other hard object uh, onto the road and they wait for cars to run over that object and like a like a nut or something yeah um so they do have mental faculties which i think um have been underestimated over the years yeah definitely so they are clever animals and and they they, they are a um related to garbage yes yeah. that's why people take so many precautions protecting yeah. garbage putting those big nets over them. I had one weird experience. I was at the park one day. I was reading a book. had my little blue sheet out over the grass. had my my bicycle right next to me. I was just reading a book there. And this crow, he starts, you know how the crows hop. They don't just like meander. They they hop sideways. Right. And it's like for American audience, like when I was a kid, crows were yay big. I don't know, 10 inches tall at the most. Not very big wingspans. But the crows here are gigantic. They're like double the size of crows in America. I think it's because like a long time ago, there were hunters and people shot down the crows out of the sky. But people don't do that as much in Japan. So the crows just got to these enormous sizes. And that's what makes them also domineering and scary looking. But I was sitting there and it's hopping and it's looking at me. And it's looking at my bicycle. It's looking at me, looking at my bicycle. I'm like, what the hell is this thing? It was like two meters away from me and it's hopping closer and closer. But it's not hopping closer to me. It's hopping closer to my bicycle. And then 
it starts pecking at my bicycle and it's it's you know the little wires of for the bike the bike brakes it's pecking it's trying to pull off the bike brake wire of my bicycle what the hell are you doing it's like as if he's just trying to pull out the wire for a, making a nest or something like that. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, pro- yeah. I, I think that was probably doing it. I was like, well, wait, no, wait a second. I'm still using my bicycle. You can't just, it's not trash as much as you might like to think that it is. I'm standing right next to it. Therefore, it's not trash. And I was like, get out of here. And of course, you you always wonder, like, if you if you talk to an animal in Japan, what language should you use or does it even matter? And of course, they, you know, I, I guess I, I would try to use Japanese, although I know that it's probably, I mean, they probably have some understanding of of human language. There, there are some there are some crows who actually mimic dogs and cats. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll bark or, or, or meow. I've seen, and I've seen certain Japanese people who befriend certain <laughs> yeah. crows. They come, they come down and, right. they, um, and they're actually can be quite affectionate. Mm. If you do, and they, and they, um, shit, I should have done some, uh, research to make sure this is accurate, but I have heard of, of crows giving presents mm-hmm. to you if they like you. Wow. They'll go out and they'll find like these, uh, like shiny objects, wow. like jewelry, and they'll, oh, they'll leave it there for you. Well, let's you know, just like say, a cat yeah. will bring you like a dead bird yeah, or something. Yeah, like like a cat bird, will bring mouse, you something. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Hey, here you go. I'm not going to eat it, but yeah, here you go. If you, if you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or just to just to prove to you that yeah, I'm justifying my existence here. Right. Um, but a crow, yeah, will just give you shiny objects because a crow maybe has maybe thinks that we like shiny objects, which is fucking true. Yeah, yeah we <laughs> do you're... like shiny objects. Very observant of the crow. Like uh, this is not part of nature, yeah. so yeah, you might enjoy it. Yeah. Why don't you take a look at that? Yeah, there was a a guy at the that park I used to live near. He uh, was an old guy, and he'd ride his bicycle through the park with a crow on his shoulder. Wow. Yeah. That's quite a relationship. Yeah. So he was pretty good with that crow. They they were in with each other. I didn't see that guy too That's much. That's amazing. Right? Yeah. It's it's really it's really incredible. And, and and the fact of the matter is, like, usually you think of cats and, and crows as being enemies. But... You know, a lot of times in the, in the park, you got like these cats who are kind of park alley cats. And then you got these crows and they'll stand right next to each other, just looking at each other. They're not, mm. they're not like predators or enemies because right. the old people around neighborhoods will feed the cats. And then the crows are happy enough because they, they're well into the trash, neighbor's trash. So they can coexist because their food sources are all established and they don't have to worry about worry about looking for animals in the wild. Right. So I guess right. the instincts are kind of shut off between the two of them. So then they just become like coexisting former enemies. Like it's a truce of some sort, a natural truce. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the thing is, is like it. When you when you first come to Japan and you put out your trash, I mean, I've made really stupid mistakes with it where we, we had an apartment and we thought, OK, you know what? This trash kind of smells. It's summertime. And I want to get this trash trash bags out. So we tied up the trash, put it on the veranda. And that was the worst mistake we ever made, because the next morning mm. there were four crows perched on our veranda looking down at our trash as strewn or torn open the bags they just mm. like completely ravaged yeah. our, gr- our garbage so it's one thing you really have to be careful of is to make sure it's secure not only are your trash bags secure but they're under something that it's hard for the crow to get at otherwise right you're right. totally screwed because they they will get it it's just the jumping and the hopping and the calculating and the, all the communication that they do a lot of times you hear like a crow is up on a telephone wire and then they'll see trash and then they'll caw and then you'll hear a caw from far away and then another caw mm. from the west side. And they're all communicating with each other, trying to figure out where the best trash is. I mean, there's all kinds of interactions that are going on up on the sky and they just want to. It's all about like food sources, trying to get your trash. 
and we're just trying to figure out a way to make our neighborhoods clean but these crows are just trying to figure out how they can get at the shit that we're trying to get away from us so i you know if if crows evolve a little to get a little bit bigger and have a little bit higher intelligence maybe we could employ them as our trash men and they could just scurry off our trash and it would maybe reduce the costs of municipalities because they would just be paid in trash. Uh, I, I mean, mm. it could be a possible way out of the bane of our trash existence. Mm. Yeah, food for thought. It is food for thought for a crow. <laughs> <laughs> puns. Lots of puns. So that checks off what I wanted to talk about, crows. Oh, wow, thinking, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. I, re- I just wanted to go off on crows for a little bit because they're such a part of but the garbage. But that is the main reason why Japanese use nets outside is because yeah. of the crows, right? You don't right. see dogs or cats or any other animal no. coming around and like raccoons or anything. No. Um, or any other, yeah, Pest. any other animal trying to fuck up your garbage. No, it's all about the crow. That that pesky crow. You know, so we we were talking a, a few weeks ago about garbage and uh we, we talked about our different realities of garbage time. Yes. So w- what are your thoughts on garbage? It wax poetic for well, a moment. Okay. I I used to call it rubbish. Okay. Growing up in New Zealand. Mm-hmm. With a British education system, yes, um, it's uh, it's funny now, but not at the time. But I had a speech impediment, mm. which had affected my ability to pronounce my s's and my r's. So, if you listen carefully, you can actually detect my inability to, <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> to pronounce my s's. Um, but uh, but I've uh, mostly gotten over it. So discovering at a young age that there was another word for ru- for rubbish mm-hmm. uh, remo- was like a little small victory for me growing up, <laughs> uh, but a temporary one until yeah. I sorted it out, sorted out my speech impediment. But rubbish, garbage, uh, I only ever gave it much attention upon coming to to Japan, right? Like I'm sure many foreigners. Mm. It's just something which is very well well organized. It's established, and there's a lot of uh, uh, pressure to conform. There's a lot of car- color coded instructions outside, uh, you know, posted posted everywhere outside people's apartments. Mm. Every single residence. Mm. There's a time. There's a uh, you know a place. There's a type of garbage that needs to be. Uh, taken out on these particular days, and the reason why we got onto this actually was because you got uh, you got angry mm. hearing about how I handle garbage these yeah. days. So living in my apartment complex, I just uh, I have this little garbage facility mm. where where I where everyone in my complex just throws their garbage in, mm. and there's all within the within this little garbage room there's clear divisions of where you put your burnables or where you put your uh you know other recyclables or unburnables uh where you put your the boxes which you've yeah which you should um what's the term when you just break it down so mm. you break down the the box and it's all you know you, you, it's, it's all supposed to be reorganized mm. except in this case there is no pressure to conform, like, uh, in comparison to if you put your garbage on the street. Because mm. everyone can see who's putting the garbage out on the street. Mm. But if you've, got a, if you've got a little room like myself, you're completely anonymous. Mm. You can just throw all your garbage in there without, any, uh, without anybody knowing mm. who you are. No retribution. That's right. No culpability, and and you know one. I remember one day I walked in, and the garbage had just been taken out by by the garbage man, 
And I, I remember going in and the there were bags right up against the door. As soon as I opened mm. the door, there were bags right there mm. near the doorstep. Even right. though there's all this space on the other right. side of the... <laughs> yeah. the the opposite side of the room right. where you're supposed to walk in mm. and put your put your garbage a lot right. of your burnables except i saw these bags just collected right right there at the door and i'm thinking well what the what the fuck people are so lazy they couldn't <laughs> even be bothered to walk more than a few paces right. to drop their bar- their garbage they just opened it and just dropped it right there mm. And I'm thinking you're even you're even that lazy that you, you couldn't even bother to throw it in the right location. You just dropped it right there at the door. What lazy motherfucker lives in this complex? But it wasn't just one because yeah. there were multiple bags from different colors, different uh, sizes. So there are obviously other people who took one look at the mm-hmm. first bag and they're like, okay, I could just drop it here then. Mm. And then it and then it compounds. Right. And then I come along and I'm like, oh, well, this is great. So I just throw my, <laughs> just right, threw just, my fucking uh, bag in there. Right there. And I, I, took the, I took the box that I had like, uh, but I couldn't access this part of the room. I didn't want to uh, try to scale this little fucking <laughs> garbage right. pile in front of me to get right. over to put the box in the right location. So I just threw the box. <laughs> so I threw the box in there as well. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. And so yeah. everybody does that now. Mm. And so when I told you the story about how everybody mm. just throws their garbage in, you got mm. quite uh, quite upset. Yeah. Listening I was like, hey, wait that. a second there. What are you guys doing over there? But then uh, as yeah. I as I thought about it, I mean, you got the you got the uh, guy over there who uh, manages the garbage. So eventually it gets all separated in the end. Mm, I'm not sure about that. Come on, man. Because I've, some I've, I've, I've gone in multiple, you know, I, I've got no rhyme or reason of when I take out my garbage. I just mm. go in every, you know, every time I have like a you know, garbage piling up in my house, mm. I just like take it out different hours of the day, sometimes late at night. And I've mm. seen it full to the brim where there mm. is no, it doesn't look like it's obvious, like that someone's gone in to, you know, to uh, make uh, make sure that it's all organized. I think mm. it falls on the, res- the the shoulders of these garbage guys who come by. Right, right. And I feel right. sorry for them mm. because all, their, all these garbage guys have really neatly organized bags outside homes mm. and then they come to these houses. And I'm sure mine's not the only one, mm. but outside these complexes, they must fucking hate it. Yeah. It's, it's not their job to do that. Right. Well, speaking of it's not your job to do it, you know, there's a big difference between the countryside or rural areas versus Tokyo. Where Tokyo, it's a main municipal duty, responsibility of the municipal government to hire people to go out and get your garbage and separate it all. And there's highly detailed things, uh, burnables and glass day or not glass day, but I guess, you know, cans and things like that, recyclables and burnable days and all this kind of stuff and uh everything's color-coded and there's uh more more days where you got this on this day it's that and this day it's that blah 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 whereas where i live it comes down to the responsibility of these neighborhood associations and if you're the you know volunteer for that year then you're out 6 30 in the morning with uh, the recyclables and making sure your neighbors separate everything into the proper bin. I think that's why you were angry. It's because you were thinking about all the shit that you have to do. Yeah. You're under obligation in a way to do. You've got these responsibilities. Mm. And you hear about me just throwing my shit in a room yeah. anytime I want <laughs> with no obligation at all <laughs> to separate anything. And you've got to wake, you've got to do all, you've got to jump through all these hoops yeah. in your rural area. It's like, and then, you know, the thing is, it doesn't stop with, with uh, the volunteers. Like, the volunteer for, for the paper cardboard pickup, it's some dude, he, he just has, like, a truck. And he picks up the truck stuff. With, with his truck, he goes to the local building, and he throws all that stuff in, and it's just, like, a, some normal guy. Well, hang on. Why doesn't the municipality pay for professional garbage men? Because they're getting a sweet deal. <laughs> Sounds Volunteers. suspicious to me. Sounds like a racket. Well, it is a racket. Oh, they're not getting any money 
from the municipal government? We, they're getting like, something, they, right? They get some. For their like, time. Everyone, like, uh, apparently, if we wanted to apply, each of us could get 5,000 yen for the year. That's bullshit. Oh, well, yeah. I wouldn't put on that fucking effort for 5,000 yen for a whole year. So it's a That's very... worth my time or it's effort. A, it's a very bizarre cycle of obligation because it's a like the, the neighborhood That's what it is. yeah the neighborhood association basically to pay into it you each every place has a different amount of money you pay into it and every different place has a different amount of responsibilities like in saitama where my parent my wife's parents are from like they don't have to do the shit that we have to do so it, it goes down to what the traditional ways of things had been done but you know one of the things i had to do is like i was part of some ridiculous committee called a committee of one my wife and i basically it was like the how to reduce extra waste in the neighborhood committee i was like what what, what do i do there i you, you put on this, ways yeah, of how to reduce waste yeah, right? yeah, i was like well i don't have like any meeting. ideas <laughs> here he here he everyone come together <laughs> We're here to discuss different ways. And basically, you just have to walk around the neighborhood every six months and make sure that everyone's throwing away their shit properly. But then we oh, got nice this. One. W- but w- we found out, like, I took this thing because the person before told me that you don't really have to do anything. But then, like, we get this letter in the mail from the city that says, oh, there's a meeting of of committee members at a big hall on Thursday at one thirty. I'm like, what the fuck? What are you talking about? <laughs> I, I have to work. I don't, I don't, I can't take off work to go to the how to reduce garbage in my neighborhood committee. Get meeting. your priorities in order. <laughs> Get your priorities in order, right? So Let's, my wife was just like, talk what about the because the bi- then we had to write these important ap- things that need to be d- need to be done. We we had these applications to write out and make sure that like I don't know there was some money to get or something like that. And my wife got angered because the person who told us about it was like, oh, you don't have to do anything. You don't have to wear anything. It was kind of like a pain in the ass, even though we didn't really do much. And then my wife called the city office and was like, hey, uh, there's a meeting at 1.30 on Thursday. We're both working. We can't do mm. this. And they're like, very apologetic. We're sorry. If you can make it, it's okay. And they were actually like, I the the tone that my wife said, the person I was like, I can't believe we're still making people do this. <laughs> oh wow, that's okay then. That's all right. So, they realize how re- he realize <laughs> that person realizes how ridiculous it is to ask people to take time out of their fucking day during office hours. <laughs> but it's very very efficient. Did they reschedule? Uh, you can't reschedule, man. It's one thirty, man. Everyone has oh, to come together. So- I don't know if there's drinks or karaoke or whatever the hell, but you get this uh, badge thing that you put an armband that you put around your arm. To- Actually, I don't mind that at all. Keep yeah. talking about the drinks and yeah. karaoke. <laughs> I'm just making this shit up. You know? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know because I, I didn't go, so I have I'd to happily imagine. do it. Yeah, where do I have to be? Yeah, for drinks and karaoke. Yeah, that's <laughs> worth it. So there's all these things that. You, and then we also had to take care of the garbage spot. So we had two duties, like how to figure out how to make less garbage, which was bullshit idea. And then there was uh, making sure after the garbage is picked up, if it's clean or not. And that's not too hard. Usually it ends up being pretty clean. The garbage. Is it clean or not? What does yeah, that mean? Yeah, it would mean like when the garbage people actually come, the municipal people who actually come to pick up the garbage, because this is garbage different from recyclables. So the garbage is actually run. The garbage truck is actually contracted by the municipal government to pick up the garbage so when you go to the garbage spot you know there's not any refuse left over there's not any like mm. wet napkins or douchebags and things things like that sitting around to uh, mm-hmm. sully the neighborhood so you just you know after they leave you just make sure everything's like needles discarded yeah. needles yeah and discarded shit. needles um <laughs> Any kind of bloodied armbands, you know, anything like that. Severed heads. Severed heads. No. So, well, uh, let's. We haven't even talked about this though. Yeah. Do you do you still remember the different types of garbage that need to be? Is it is it just because I I stopped 
caring mm-hmm. for many years because of my little like little garbage house. I, but I, I mean, <laughs> how 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 many different types of garbage need to be separated? Is it just okay. burnable and res- unburnable? There's, or there, yeah, there's burnable, there's unburnable, and non-burnable. I don't know what the hell. And then there is the, re- yeah. the recyclables. So there's non-burnable the, is not recyclable. Yeah, yeah. Non-burnables are things like batteries. Oh, I see. And, and pots and pans. Mm. And shit like, uh, like chairs that are oh. broken and crap like that. Do you do you have the little trucks that go by your house? Yes, where we do. They're, they're like the like the, yeah. the loudspeaker. Yeah, I get it every so often. Mm. This Japanese recording I hear in, f- in the fucking morning, mm-hmm. telling uh, telling everybody if you've got stereo uh, refrigerator or microwave, <laughs> or and it's got, very like, specific, like. They'll only yeah. take certain things because we stopped the truck right. a, a few times and they're like, well, we don't take that or that or that. And I was like, what the hell do you take? And why are you going so slew through my neighborhood <laughs> advertising that you take <laughs> shit? You don't take anything. <laughs> so specific. <laughs> it's like, but this this doesn't mm. happen in, in our countries, right? No, There's no fucking no. truck with uh, like blaring like audio, like like audio audible pollution everywhere. Yeah. Telling you, if you've got these items, please come out and we will collect it for you. It's like junk uh, shop. It's convenient. If I was an old, if I was an old person who yeah. woke up at fucking six a.m. in the morning, I'd yeah. love it. If yeah. I and also if I'm a, I'm collecting shit and I don't no longer need certain electronics. I mean, that's great because you actually got to pay for it now. You got to yeah, pay yeah. for certain items to be removed. Right, exactly. And, but and not in my gourmet house. I can just throw shit in there. You can just throw anything <laughs> in there. Batteries, acid. <laughs> I can throw, but I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Wait, nuclear waste. It's all Let them handle it. Yeah. The, you know, and the big difference is like the, the non-burnable days. I think it's the red bag in Tokyo where you can throw in your like metal things and batteries and shit like that. I always just throw it into my normal garbage. Oh, yeah. See, yeah. See, no, you're going to make me angry now. Okay, so... Um, <laughs> <laughs> because... Listen, I can only... Listen, I can only handle <laughs> burnables and plastic and cans, so I just throw the batteries in with the... That's the, not the... the paper. That, but I, but not, I hide it inside the bag so that's that not like, good. it can't be seen. <laughs> you should not do that. <laughs> Who cares? You should not... Because it's going to... Batteries are going to leak into the whole shit, and I don't know if they're actually oh, really? doing anything oh. with the batteries, but... They can be separated. Listen, I got a I got a garbage house. I'm, I'm gotta, fucking free look, to do whatever the hell I want. Look, look, in regards to garbage is fine. So and here's handy. my advice to anybody listening: if you want to come to Japan, go to Tokyo, get an apartment building that has a gorm, uh, garbage house. Yeah, my that's little, my advice. And you little, don't have to worry about any of this fucking recycling bullshit. Li- little Just garbage house on the prairie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a wholesome story yeah. of of a foreigner not giving a fuck about garbage day. Look, man, <laughs> look what we have to do when you're a responsible citizen in my area. Like even with batteries, you have to call the city office for them to pick up batteries. I don't give a fuck. Are you talking about just like the AAA, double yeah. A batteries? Yeah, D. D, D, talk about those triple ones. A. I just throw it in with a normal garbage. No, it's that's fine. not. You're not supposed to do that. But you know what? But you know what? I have not faced the consequences for many years. You're facing the consequences because you know the, why? I'm f- an anonymous garbage, uh, uh, like throwing away garbage in my garbage house. I cannot be identified with the garbage that I've thrown away. Think of the children. So maybe talking about an ethical, ethical and moral responsibility. The you're children. Right. I'm, I'm unethical and immoral. The children, That's fine. the children. Think of the, the children. children. You're right. I don't have children, and I don't want children. But I'm leaving the, this earth a happy the man. Chil- the children of because I didn't have to worry about kind. garbage. <laughs> I didn't have to waste my time thinking about it. Think of think of the people that that are the. What kind of legacy do you want the children to have? Uh, 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 what? A what place, are you talking about? a garbage, a garbage heap. With with battery acid seeping out everywhere and no way to separate anything and we're Listen, half the crow, half human people, anyway. half human, half crow people in trash heaps trying to figure out, ka ka, get this trash. It's okay. good for me. I'm dying so of battery acid. We're we're coming at garbage from two very distinctive points of view. 
Very you distinctive. Live, yeah. You live in a rural area whereby you have to adhere to these very strict rules of garbage disposal. And my That's point of view reality. is that okay. <laughs> I don't have I don't live in an area where I have to be in adherent to those rules because I've got better things to do with my life than worry about having about to the earth. You have better things to do than worry <laughs> about the earth. <laughs> but but no, listen, I'm I've I've got a I, my garbage. You my have a garbage guy. What are you with the mafia? What my little garbage it? house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my little, little house. I on, dispose. On listen, yeah. I've got like I got burnables, and the only time I have is to separate the burnables from the unburnable or non-burnables. That's the only time I have, mm-hmm. and I think w- there's like a happy medium. It's like a compromise you work thing. from home. <laughs> you don't have time. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have time. You can wake up Touché. whenever you Touché. want. All right, all right. Listen, listen. I haven't, I haven't properly uh, formulated uh, my <laughs> the reasons for for why I behave the way I do. You know, but no, no. Actually, I've already covered it. The reason why is because I there is no um, shame or yeah, guilt. There's no shame or guilt because I can't be identified with the garbage being thrown away. Mm-hmm. So this 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 actually feeds into what you're saying. Living in those in your area mm. is that people take responsibility because there's public shaming involved. Yeah, you public can, shaming and volunteering. There, there's a like real stigma attached mm. to someone who throws batteries away with their fucking burnables. Mm. Whereas if you've got a, gar- a little garbage house to just throw all your shit in there, there's um, there's no repercussions. I'm really into this. And that's where we had the argument. Yeah. Remember we had the argument? Not an argument, but you were angry and uh, and I was just giving you like a like just giving you the facts. Yeah. (laughs) Just the facts. Just facts. I'm just giving you facts. Just dropping just dropping (laughs) facts on your head. Fact bombs. (laughs) Just fact bombs all over you. Just spraying you with facts, fact (laughs) droplets. Drap like fact aerosols breathing in your face. Very objective (laughs) fact. Yeah, yeah. Fact aerosols. (laughs) Affecting the future generations. (laughs) <laughs> that I don't have any connection to. I don't have children. I don't care about children. I don't like children. I never look at children. So, so Earth, Mother Earth, I, what's that? But I didn't. I didn't realize how like your perspective at the time. I just thought you were overreacting and mm-hmm. and being quite precious about you know your. Your life and, and you know my, in the, in the rural area and <laughs> <laughs> no I the, the what how Overly you're talking very and... very objective language that you're using when I'm when I mention that you're very being very sensitive about mm-hmm. garbage disposal and I thought I was having a good laugh about it mm-hmm. but I but I but I it made me realize I. I think what made you really angry is that you couldn't accept the fact that there are Japanese who obviously don't give a fuck mm-hmm. about disposables, you know, about uh, separating garbage or mm. when, when there are no, when there's no public shaming involved, when no one knows who's mm. thrown away what, then Japanese are like any one of us, mm-hmm. like, like American, New Zealand, Australia, if there's no way of knowing, then we'd all act the same way. So I think your beef is mm. with the garbage rooms. Not my behavior. It's mm-hmm. it's actually the garbage rooms. It's the system. It's systemic garbage. Systemic garbage denial. Mm. You know, it's like it's like how do we change the garbage culture when the system has been created in such a way that there is this garbage house which allows for no culpability, man. We've got to tear are, down the system. You put the cans and the bottles in the same bag, right? You put the cans and the bottles uh, in the same bag. Yeah, you can put them in the same bag because they can be separated later. Um, and what about the protein? The whey protein that I get, uh, you know, those big tubs, plastic tubs? I put them in the same bag too. Yeah, it depends on what, what mark they got on them. Like they got the Polyuther- yeah. polyutherane, I think. Yeah. I don't know what mark. Yeah. I don't pay attention to that. I just put the batteries inside them 
inside the tubs. <laughs> 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 to power the pol- polyurethane on into the future. Just to hide the batteries. I put the whey protein You might be doing tub. some like future human hybrid a favor because they they create. They're like we're looking for the the correct polyurethane battery combination oh, to I make put, our new vehicle. Oh, just, <laughs> Mm-hmm. Or depending on how I'm feeling, I'll put like one of the little like, AAA batteries inside the can, mm-hmm. like like a bear can, <laughs> the big bear cans. You know they recycle <laughs> aluminum, so when that With battery, battery goes in, <laughs> I don't know if that just sullies everything. I'm kidding. I'm never. Okay. I just thought about it now. Uh, but thought, it's very like, creative. Oh, yeah. You could I mean, be a real very, asshole. You yeah. could be a real fucking prick and just put batteries inside your alu- alum- <laughs> alum- aluminum wrap. Aluminum. That's what Americans say. Yeah, aluminum. Yeah, aluminum. Aluminum. Alu- aluminum. The first time I heard that was a long, long time ago. That's aluminium. what I wanted to say. I want to say alum- al- aluminum is what I want to say. But say it. Aluminum is easier. There's only aluminum. It's aluminum makes it sound like it's so futuristic. Aluminum. Aluminum. Yeah, it does sound. Yeah, compared to aluminum, it's, yeah. it's like aluminum a sounds like a stupid person's word. <laughs> <laughs> aluminum, aluminum. So, it's a scientific let's get, word. Okay. Let's get back on track. Let's get back on track. Okay. All right. So garbage. Gar- okay. So did I proper? Did I articulate it correctly? Did, am I? Am I being um, fair? Am I being fair in where we? Our disagreement is over how I handle my garbage because of this garbage house. I'm adding on because of this garbage house, but mm-hmm. I don't know. You, you tell me. I think it's okay that, you know, the garbage house exists, but I think maybe the garbage house needs a troll of some sort. And or a camera. Yeah, I was just thinking that a few minutes ago. If they had a camera and it said, we're looking at you, kid, uh, or whatever the hell the equivalent of that is in Japanese. That would change everything. If yeah. There's a camera. It'll be and you know eat they, off the fucking floor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I bet so if they clean. had two cameras with a giant monitor, that would yeah. really that would really do it. Because when you walk into some place and you see yourself on the right. screen, that makes it all mm. the more real. Like it's oh That's okay, right. wait a second. There's the reality mm. of this is that I'm being looked at by this. That's a good point. Uh, you see yourself. So we just something. solved it then yeah. for all garbage houses throughout Tokyo and other densely populated areas in Japan. Every city in Japan that has a go- uh, garbage house outside these apartment buildings or mansions, you need there needs to be a it's like some kind of surveillance mm. so that everybody acts in accordance with people like you, with people like me. And so it was. The big garbage dispute of 2020 was solved <laughs> with Big Brother in mind. <laughs> because, yeah, that's honestly why. Why I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. There's no consequences. So yeah. why put in the effort? Because I don't care. You know, it's it's so interesting that there there are such disparities in the way people handle garbage, whether it be in this garbage thing or in Tokyo, most areas of Tokyo where you put your garbage outside and in rural areas where there's a lot more attention to the garbage because of the roles of people in the community that have actual full-time jobs but also have to do this crap on the side as well. It's it's weird how how detailed but also my my wife is incredibly detail oriented and she always wants to be up on what what's happening what you need to do so that's another reason why i have more information <laughs> up to date about with this. the garbage <laughs> up to date like a revolution's gar- going on with like garbage <laughs> delivery services and the garbage revolution <laughs> will not be televised keeping up to date with the garbage and <laughs> like weekly <laughs> garbage weekly <laughs> newspaper delivered <laughs> If there was a garbage weekly the journal of garbage in Japan, <laughs> your, your your local source for all the garbage news in your area, <laughs> garbage and you, mm. yeah, I I definitely think that we would have that on our coffee table if it existed. Uh, the, yeah, there there's so much to to know about when when you're dealing with it, and it it goes down to I mean I I've gone into different rural areas of Japan like cycling out and far reaches of Saitama prefecture where there's like these towns and there's like a factory and then there's woods and then there's this little trail 
and you go behind the factory and the trail and it's this wooded trail and I do some little little slight little off-roading mountain biking type of thing and before you get into the deep area there's just TVs 20 25 TVs all thrown into the forest right right behind a sign that says That's don't terrible. throw well, well, it's, well, the irony is that it's, there's a sign that says don't throw away shit here. Uh, yeah, so yeah. it's like, oh, okay, don't throw away shit there. It's just like those Chikan signs that are in the middle of nowhere. It's mm. like they, they say... You need don't. to be on a train. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they, they're just like, don't do Explain that. what a Chikan is. Uh, it's where it's groping, groping women. Uh, it, it, usually men groping women, you know, harassment. So you can't do it on a hike? Yeah, you can't do it on a hike <laughs> or in the middle of nowhere where no one is. Groping, Just a reminder. But, but grope, it's usually uh, reserved for train, train, yeah. uh, pa- like train goers. You know, yeah, you're on the yeah. train, and that's where the jacan. I'm not sure about the etymology of it. Yeah, does it, does it just mean groper? So I it can be used so. on the hike as well. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, I see it all, all over, right. like in neighborhoods, like really quiet neighborhoods or where there's no one. And I guess like if if uh, if someone who had uh, underhanded, you know, desires or whatever the hell uh, they were in this area, there's no couple. There's no cameras. There's no monitors or anything. It's just what are they going to see this sign and say, oh, I shouldn't do that. Mm. I shouldn't. Do that. No, mm-hmm. because. But the sign is there, and it's very, very, very strange how how it's set up. Anyway, mm. that's a different story. That's uh, a different story. You know, it's not about garbage. It's garbage people. That's what that it is. That is true. Yeah. Yeah. People who are acting like I feel garbage. quite guilty now after yeah. having talked to you about about garbage. I feel like I've got to uh, be more mindful, mm-hmm. more present. In my handling of garbage from now on. Yeah, I mean, what you think about like how the even the breaking down. I've read these news articles about how you know all the precious metals, rare metals in smartphones, and there's these recycling plants in Japan where they they take old discarded phones and they break them all apart into their component little metal. They take they're taking gold out, mm. little traces of gold out of the smartphones. And they're very, very detail-oriented. I think there's a lot of things going on in Japan involving recycling, how to handle waste, because it's such a small country that they have to find a way to be more sustainable with, with how, how they handle things. And, the, you know, Japan has a, a very long history of dealing with garbage in a very, very detailed, highly-oriented or, way. And it, it goes down into all the things, all the, all the rules that people should follow in order to take care of the, the community. And, you know, you go back, you know, two, three hundred years ago and you got like the Edo period. I mean, Japanese people were collecting human shit in towns to to use for uh, the fields in in agriculture. Mm. And mm-hmm. so, you know, everything was being ribbed. Fish bones were being collected for manure. Everything. There was this huge cycle going on. Mm-hmm. In, in, in traditionally for hundreds and hundreds of years and it continues that kind of mindset I think exists even today uh, but it's even more I think now even more important than ever and, and it's so hard to figure out I mean when I first came to Japan when we we uh, at one time we were roommates because uh, you got out in the hospital and we I mean during that time I had no idea what was going on with the garbage because we mm-hmm. would wake up it would be like 1 a.m. okay Let's just sneak out <laughs> yeah, and throw yeah, the garbage yeah. out because they have no idea what, what the rules or anything is. It was so complicated. Oh, that's where I got that. You know, that's where I got my disregard for garbage from. Mm. It was oh, from yeah. you. That's I'm it. Sorry. It all comes, <laughs> it comes back to me. You conditioned uh, me to be the way I am now, yeah. but you've changed. I've changed. I've learned my ways. Okay. I've, I've got to update wrong. my mental model. Mm. Now we know the source. The, the the person who chastises you is the person who created you. Yeah, yeah. You garbage you monster. You can see yourself in me. I am Dr. Frankenstein, and you are my monster. What have I done? <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> <laughs> Battery inside a can. <laughs> <laughs> 
I can't believe I taught him this trick to put batteries in cans. What have I done to humanity? This thing that just wants to play with little children. Um, wait, that's kind of weird. Uh, uh, yeah, so that's the reality. I don't know what the hell. I don't know. I don't know what to say anymore. I think. I've yeah. Well, no, I think <laughs> the, the, you were um, talking about how Japan has always been uh, sensitive towards recycling and uh, mm. the environment yeah, and a, garbage yeah. disposal, and how everybody has been on board from you know many. Yeah, for for a very long time. Yeah. Many many centuries. Like yeah, it's it's. Like we, you made the observation uh, when we watched Silence. Mm-hmm. It's a movie that we talked about on another podcast, but we we talked about Silence, a uh, Martin Scorsese movie, and you uh, mentioned how clean it was. Yeah, and and that that is a and I and I realized after you told me, I was like, yeah, you're right. It, it's a uh, I mean, there are dirty aspects, but when you get into the shogun where he lives, and and you get into these other uh, other areas, even in villages, there's a certain order. I mean, people aren't throwing their shit out on the street like other people were during those mm. times in fucking <laughs> right. fucking England, for example. Yeah, I think I think I think Japan was ahead of the curve. They right. they they knew the. Yeah, exactly how to handle their refuse. And it, that even speaks to, you know, the first complaint that all foreigners have, most foreigners have when they come to Japan for the first time, which is, oh, I'm going to buy a drink, maybe a soda at the convenience store. And when I'm finished, oh, what do I do with this? There's no trash cans anywhere. Right. 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 In America, you have the people trash take it with them. You take it with you. Or there might be the little trash can right next to the vending machine from which you bought the thing. So a lot of people, mm. some Japanese people, stand at the con- at the vending machine, drink it, and then throw and it then away. Put it, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> it's funny seeing foreigners react to this, like having a, like a brain aneurysm. Mm-hmm. Trying to realize, like, how can it be so clean and there are no garbage cans? <laughs> <laughs> how the fuck does that work? And you tell them, no, Japanese, actually, they take the garbage with them. Mm. They go to a picnic or hanami, experience, you know, cherry blossom viewing or any other, like, uh, fireworks display or go to the beach or the park or any other outdoor event. And, and they go there with a variety of different, like, bottles and cans or... um whatever they're drinking or eating, and then they politely, carefully pack everything up, even going outside of where they were perhaps um, enjoying themselves. If they Mm. come across like a random can, they'll pick that up as well and add that to the bag. Mm. It's it's an amazing culture and society in that way. Mm. It's ingrained in in many Japanese people to just clean up after yourself. I mean, it comes down even to the school system. So in schools, kids after lunch do cleaning, afternoon cleaning. So they clean up their classroom. They pick up all the chairs, put them on the desks, push all the desks to the back of the room. They take out their their brooms, take out their mops, sweep that shit up. Somebody goes to the blackboard, cleans all that crap out. Then somebody's cleaning the windows. Other kids are cleaning the doors, the hallway. And uh, this is an effort that, you know, take, you know, 10 or 15 minutes out of the day in the middle of the day, uh, kids are cleaning their own school. Mm-hmm. So this is ingrained from elementary school. This is not something mm. from high school or whatever. The kids from elementary school are doing this every day of their school year. So that that's another element that's built on top of uh, pressing impressing upon uh, cleanliness. Of course, there are cleaning cleaners and maintenance people who are cleaning the school because well they've got an easy job then don't they yeah they have a little bit easier job but without them it, the school definitely wouldn't be as clean as it should be it, it it's just the, the the habit of doing this uh, of being aware of what you need to keep clean and keep thing keeping things in order it just and it's something that doesn't really you know doesn't doesn't exist at least in the culture that i grew up in 
I just offload it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I never never cleaned up my classroom when I was growing up. No, I just left it to the fucking janitor. Yeah. Custodian. So you you're not really aware of the time and the the crappiness of what goes into actually dealing with all this refuse. It's, it's like somebody else's responsibility. Yeah, yeah. And we think of this cuz we compartmentalize our lives into these things. This is the trash world and the trash people come and come get the trash. And I, I'm a consumer, so I buy things, and that's my main responsibility is to buy shit. Right. And after yeah. I dispose of it, it's someone else's responsibility to deal with it after I'm done with it. There's a clearly defined roles. Mm. When we don't, when we're in Japan, they recognize that, no, we're all in this together. Yeah. It doesn't work. It doesn't work if we're all just out for ourselves. Right. And I, um, maybe I, I'm, I'm, I'm being too, uh, taking a step, like too many steps back looking mm. at looking at the situation but it could be a a case made for collectivist cultures versus individualist cultures yeah it could be like, like america mm-hmm. collectivist cultures i think uh very much um fall into line with what needs to be done and people accept it mm-hmm. which helps which helps with your um with your argument about while you being upset with me with my little mm. garbage house because mm. <laughs> we're all I, I find it endearing using garbage, house. garbage house because I, <laughs> I keep reminding I keep thinking of like little house on the prairie and this little garbage house you know just sitting there all by its lonesome <laughs> uh, it, it's, it's an interesting thing and I think maybe the mansion is the closest thing that Japan has to the modern western world of garbage reality yeah that could be true Um, Mm. it could be could be it because it's yeah it does yeah talking to you about garbage it brings me some shame to to recognize that i could be doing more Mm. in uh in ensuring that like uh, that i that i'm playing my part in society there are even schools that, you know, take certain days out of the year to clean their community. They go out a couple times a year. Mm. I hope they're going to garbage houses. Uh, I have not <laughs> heard organized whether, garbage I mean, houses. It depends on where the garbage <laughs> house is and if it's in the jurisdiction of the school. I'm not sure. <laughs> a garbage house to remember. Yes. There's so, you know, I'm, I'm amazed that we actually went through an hour talking about garbage. Right. Wait, before we go, you know, I wanted to mention the, uh, at the time of this recording, throughout Japan, at any supermarket, convenience store, anywhere where you're buying physical goods, where you demand a, a like a plastic bag that was given out pretty, you know, like willy-nilly, uh, freely, just given to you for free. Now we've got to pay for them. Yes, that's You've right. You've got to pay for these plastic bags. And uh, I was having a, a discussion with you the other day about like how angry I was that the woman behind the counter at the supermarket mm-hmm. always asked me for like what size I wanted. Right. And I was upset because I've seen you know this. I'm a regular at the supermarket and convenience store, so I thought, mm. like, listen, you never asked me the size before when it was free. You just made the judgment and put the items into the appropriately sized bag. Mm. But now that I have to pay for it, yeah, which is like two yen for small, two yen for medium, and five yen for a big, big size uh, plastic bag. Mm. But but now that I have to pay for it, now you're putting the onus on me to decide. Mm. So what I was telling, you know, when I was, ang- when I was angry about it, I was telling you about it, mm. and, I, and I thought, well, what shouldn't, shouldn't you just fucking, if I want a bag, when you ask me for a bag, how about you just do what we did before when it was free? Mm-hmm. Why do I now have to decide what size bag mm-hmm. to put put the items in? Yeah, because it's it's just like a like like cognitive uh, extra cognitive load that I don't mm-hmm. want to expend on mm-hmm. this interaction with you. 
I don't want to spend any time talking. I just want to get the fuck out of here. I want a bag. Mm. You decide. Now you're making me decide. So now I've got to think about the items I bought and the bags that are on mm. display, the different sizes. I'm like, oh, mm. fuck, whatever. Just the big one. All right, the big one. Right. And then as soon as I bought them, I realized, oh, fuck, it's too big. Yeah. So now, <laughs> so now I go back. And I'm like, okay, so, okay, look at the items. Look at the bags. I'm like, okay, get, uh, medium, medium, please. Mm. But it's just, why? Why is that? Is that because they, they can complain? If if my bag breaks or if it's too small, they worry yeah. about well, the I mean, repercussions of that. I think it's also like I'm hearing sub, sub, some subtext, which is be re- be more aware of what you're purchasing. It almost sounds like that to me in a way. Like, okay, this bag will nece- this amount of stuff will necessitate this. Do I need this amount of stuff now? Now that I have a bag that's too big, why is it? Why do I? Why do I have they, such a big bag? But they um, work there daily for mm-hmm. fucking years, some of them. Like, they yeah. know the size of bag and what corresponds, the size that corresponds to the number of goods. Why is it my job? It's, it's like asking job. Get, uh, a waitress, you know, uh, what's the soup of the day? What do you recommend off the end menu? What do you recommend? Which bag do you recommend? Could be the same thing, yeah, you know, some... I, some waitresses might give you a response and others might say, hey, you know, uh, you're the customer. I don't know you. Who am I to say what you will like? Maybe you like a big bag. Hey, I don't know what you're going to use with it afterwards. Maybe you're going to, you know, catch some. Listen, uh, listen, what I want is a bag to carry these items without uh, it breaking. I want this. <laughs> I want a bag. That it can carry home with me. Give me the size that is appropriate for this number of items. And so it was on that day. I found the most appropriately sized bag for all of my shopping items. And out of out of spite, I'll come back the mm-hmm. next day with some batteries in this bag, and I put it right in your fucking burnables bin. Holy cow! I thought that was gonna go like <laughs> into like some Full Metal Jacket thing where you you wrap up the batteries in a bag and you just swing it on his face until he bleeds. <laughs> how do you like it now? no no the burnables no no that's enough that's enough throw those things actually you know there are supermarkets where uh, in front of the supermarket you'll have places for recyclables so plastic and stuff so if you're never really sure about what day your shit is on uh if you go to the front of a lot of supermarkets and they'll have a place for the plastics uh cans Stuff like that, so you can, you know, just if you feel like shit's piling up, just take the run down to your local supermarket, make sure they, whether or not they have a, a place for recyclables or uh, plastic and paper and shit like that. It might just help you out. Just a little helpful hint. Just a little helpful hint mm. for people out there worried about their garbage responsibilities. Take it from me. If you don't want to worry about garbage, move into an apartment complex or a mansion in Japan where whereby you have a little garbage house and of course respect the rules so do what you can burnables non-burnables and uh yeah take full advantage of the little garbage uh, house I, I, I would say uh if if you if it's is very complicated for you you could uh use the melody of these are a few of my favorite things to memorize your garbage schedule Mm. Tuesdays yeah. is paper. Thursdays is plastic. Fridays, Fridays are batteries. batteries. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that we both bought the same thing. <laughs> but that's every other Friday. Because it's only twice a month. Burnables are Monday. Non burnables is Tuesday. Pain in the ass. Yeah. They got books and stuff. You go down to your local city office, talk to the people about the books. Do you got some stuff in English I can look at for a little bit? I'd like to peruse your materials for a little bit. Uh, that's all. You know what's amazing? Is that we've yeah. been talking. You're right. Yeah. For over an hour about, about fucking, fucking garbage. garbage. <laughs> <laughs> We could look back on our lives, you know, at the catalog of shit we've published publicly, and we can say with pride 
We've covered garbage. <laughs> I mean, we've spent I, over we, an hour talking about it. We was like, we talk about shit and literally shit. I mean, we're going to have an episode where we talk about probably toilets. I mean, we're probably going to talk about Let's toilets. Let's do it. Yeah, why not? Yeah. We're going I mean, to toilets. Hell, that's a, ba- that's pa- public bathrooms. Public bathrooms, toilets, uh, asses, mm. uh, feces. Uh, I'm just repeating myself, but with using different words, synonyms. Mm. PB&Js. Public bathrooms in Japan. That's something to look forward to, isn't it? Yeah. Another exciting episode where we <laughs> we tackle the big the big topics in Japan. Tackle the toilets. the ones that need to be that need to be covered, and you no one else to, is doing it. You need to hear us talk about the things that make you don't know ma- anything about public make, toilets until we've talked about it. Yeah, that's right. That makes Japan tick, tick tock. All day long. Okay, mm. I know well, we're, we're running right. on a tight schedule here, so uh, yeah, let's let's go.